Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Here in Greer, the official podcast of the city of Greer. We've got a great show for you today because we've got Robin Bayouk, our cultural arts supervisor, along with us. We're going to culture up the show a little bit and uh, something we can always use here on the podcast. Robin, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me, Steve. Well, coming up this weekend... Uh, April 30th through May 2nd, and then again, May 7th through the 8th, you have a Greer Children's production, theater production coming up of Godspell Jr. Tell us a little bit about this show. Okay, so this is, um, you know, the traditional Godspell, but it's a junior show, so it's a little shorter version. It's cleaned up a little bit. There's no mentions of alcohol or anything like that in this version. This is a very family-friendly version. Generally, it's a junior show is written for a younger cast to put on for a younger audience, but this is a very family-friendly, fun show. And Godspell is based on the book of Matthew and his parables, and it's put to a lot of fun music. And every song is a different type of genre, so there's something in it for everybody. And there's great some messages in there as well, as well as love, understanding, forgiveness. So it's a great show for kids. It's a great show for kids, and it's a good show for grandparents to bring their kids, their grandchildren. 50th anniversary of Godspell. It's hard to believe. Hard uh, to believe. So moving on, you still have some uh, COVID protocols in place. We're asking people to wear masks, right? Yeah, masks are recommended, and we will be seating everyone in the audience six feet apart. So it's general admission tickets, and then we'll be doing manually doing a seating chart to make sure everyone is six feet apart and so they feel comfortable. The cast is wearing clear plastic face shields, so there won't be any spittle flying out anywhere um, because there's a lot of singing and dancing in this show. It's a very vibrant and colorful show, a lot of action, and we'll, we're still cleaning down everything, hand, uh, sanitizing all doors and chairs uh, between um, customer sitting in them. It's a great way to do it, and we have to do business this way these days, um, but it's still better to do business because we can get back into the theater. We can have these shows. How difficult has it been for you in the arts dealing with COVID over the last year? It's been rough. It's been rough. Um, a big shout out to the Metropolitan Arts Council and their COVID-19 relief because otherwise the Greer Children's Theater would not be performing. When you open the doors at only 50% capacity, you can't pay your bills. You can't pay your artistic directors. So thanks to their help, we were able to do that. And the Arts Council, even though we're not making money, we the Arts Council felt it very important that we stay in the public view, that they know we're working and we're keeping protocols in place and we're keeping the theater kids active and involved because during the beginning of the pandemic, they were bored and they were missing all their friends. And I know all of us being stuck at home, we're happy to get out and do something. Yeah, it's it's been difficult on us. And I think we begin to realize exactly how much we need events and the arts and just things that we can get away to and and get out of the house for a little while and enjoy the beauty that this world has. Uh, Godspell Jr. coming up from the Greer Children's Theater. Uh, starts April 30th at 7 p.m. That's Friday. Uh, May 1st and 2nd will be Saturday and Sunday. That will be at 2 p.m., so matinees those days. 
And then we'll repeat that May 7th and 8th, which will be a Saturday and a Sunday. Am I it, correct? It's a Friday night and a Saturday. We decided not to do the 9th because that was Mother's Day. Okay. But I do need to tell you that Sunday's tickets are all sold out. So we still have tickets for Friday and Saturday on both weekends. Okay. So hurry up, folks. Get those tickets. And shows will be at the Edward R. Drigger City of Greer Center for the Arts. That's at 804 Trade Street here in beautiful Greer. Adult tickets are $15. Students, seniors, and members of the military, $12. And children four and under are admitted for just $7. You can purchase those tickets online at greerculturalarts.com. Or you can call 864-848-5383. I believe that number will get you directly to Robin Bayou. That's right, it will. Get ready for that phone to ring. Let's talk about some of the other things going on down at the Edward R. Drigger City of Greer Center for the Arts. We've got to find a shorter name for that. Um, I understand there are a lot of artists, uh, current artists and residents who are going on that are doing classes right now. Yes, we have a few classes right now. We're kind of coming to the end of our spring season and getting ready to launch our summer programming. We do have seven artists and residents. Uh, you can visit them uh Tuesday evenings, the gallery and the front half of the building is open from 6 to 8.30 and on Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Every week we are open. Uh, we are actually changing the exhibit next week at the Center for the Arts. We're going to have The Art of Quilting will be our next show there, something different. Uh, currently, Lisa Artists' gel prints are up until next week, so you could come see them this weekend. But then after that, we'll have a new exhibit, something I've never seen before, the way they're doing quilting nowadays. Not everything is hand-sewn. A lot of it is machine-stitched, but it's still they still create the patterns manually and, uh, and then lay it all out. Um, so that's coming up. There's an art opening on May 18th for that at the Center for the Arts. And... The, we're starting to roll out our camp programs, and Tunes in the Park is going to be different this year. Instead of every Friday night, we're going to change it up so that we're not competing with other music events in the area. We're going to be doing the third Saturday of May, June, July, and August, and we kick off on May 22nd with Mac Arnold. It's very excited for that. In June, we're going to have the Mighty Kicks come back. Everyone loves the Mighty Kicks Motown group, a lot of fun. In June, we're going to have the Carolina Coast Band, local beach band. And in August, we're going to have Tom Crabtree's Rock and Roll Reunion, um, 80s-based music. And along there, somewhere in between there, we're going to be doing Greer Idol, hopefully uh, um, a merge between online and in-person event. That sounds like a great lineup coming up for the summertime so everyone can get ready to, to come out and enjoy the great weather and some great programs. Uh, another great program that we have coming up is Tall Tale Tuesday, which uh, last year we actually videotaped these mm -hmm, and, and showed them online. Very popular. What's going on with Tall Tale Tuesday this year? So this year we're going to come back in person. It'll be at the Center for the Arts every Tuesday evening. Uh, it's either 6.30 or 7 o'clock, time to be determined. And we're going to have our live storytellers followed by crafts in person. And this event is free and open to the public uh, to come. And it's a good thing in the summertime when it's so hot outside and you don't know what to do with your kids, bring them inside to the Center for the Arts and we will entertain them for an hour. And Arts Reaching Kids is a program you do every summer, uh, arts program. Is that on schedule for this year? It is. We have um, two beginner camps. Of course, they will be modified because of COVID. They'll just be morning sessions. And we'll have two weeks, one in June and one in July. And then our advanced camp, 
will be running the same. We're going to be doing Schoolhouse Rock Junior. That's a free performance that we'll be doing at the Cannon Center the first two weekends in August. So we'll be announcing all of our camp information um, next week. And those of us who can remember growing up with Schoolhouse Rock are really looking forward to that. Conjunction, uh, junction, what's your function? Yeah, and the <laughs> yeah. verbs. and Yes. The nouns, a person, place, or thing. I do remember that one, too. And I can say the preamble to the Constitution because of that song. See, ABC <laughs> yeah. Saturday morning television was good for us. It was. All right, Robin. Well, what uh, what's the state of the arts in Greer right now? We always like to do a little update about uh, you know popularity. Is it continuing to rise with kids who are looking to get out there and get into the theater, or get into painting, pottery, whatever it may be? Where are we right now in Greer? We're we're good and we're growing. We have this beautiful new art center. Um, if you haven't had a chance to come by, please stop by. Even if it's not a Tuesday or a Saturday, we have a large chalk wall outside where you can um, put your thoughts down, and which is a lot of fun. And then it, the board gets full, and then it rains, and we start all over again. So that will be up for a little while longer. The park at the Center for the Arts is beautiful. People taking advantage of the cool playground there. If Kids Planet is full come on out to the center for the arts and play on our little playground and walk in the park. It's beautiful. And, um, the arts are just growing. We have, we've been very fortunate even during the pandemic to have, we've had to keep our class sizes small, but we've had slab building and pot wheel classes and mandala classes and belly dancing classes and kids art adventure classes. We've been staying very active all, all year long. And again, anyone can go on GreerCulturalArts.com and check out those classes, check out what's coming up with the Children's Theater. A very, very good resource for that. You can also go to CityofGreer.org, go under Parks and Recreation, and you'll see arts under that. Again, it'll have all the details on everything coming up. A lot of posters. Uh, Robin and Sarah Odom are doing a wonderful job over there getting the word out. So check them out and see all the things that are going on. Now, during the pandemic, everybody was looking for something to do. And of course, if you can do it outside, it's even better. There was a tree that was cut down outside the art center that uh, became a unique piece of art. Tell us a little bit about that. This was really great. Um, Edwin Hutchinson and his his guys, they are part of Ice Age Sculptures. Uh, they We hired them to carve a tree. The tree had died. It wasn't something that we intentionally cut down. Um, it was it was already dead, and the guys came out, and they designed a sculpture, and they worked on it all summer when they weren't doing ice sculptures. Everything else was closed out there. And the sculpture is called Emerging, and it's just a piece of abstract art. And it's not, it's semi-representational. It, there's a figure there, but it, you could, you know, read a lot into it. And it's beautiful the way the wood is cracking and aging and changing colors. That's the beauty of nature. And the artists, when they carved the wood, they were very careful to enhance what was already there with the wood. Like they knew how it was going to crack and how it was going to color and change. And so this, the sculpture from the drawing to 3D had to change a little bit. And they've come back. It, it did crack a lot. They've come back and they've filled a lot of the cracks. And now it's just a matter of maintaining it for the future. And now he, they're also going to be completing sometime in the future there's a little library. There's another tree that died on the promenade at the Center for the Arts. It's been cut down. They have the wood. It's gonna. They're turning it into a little library with some curved benches around it, and they're also going to be 
carving a sculpture at a kid's planet. There's a tree that died there and they'll be carving that sculpture. And of course they always, it's kind of a tricky thing when you carve a tree. You wouldn't, I didn't think about this never having carved a tree before, but they really have to work with what's there and what's rotted and what's going to stay alive. And so for me, I learned a lot about trees. And it's so detailed. You mentioned the abstract nature of the piece, but yet it is still so detailed. It's a bit of an oxymoron, but it just fits together so nicely. It's it's kind of fun. At, if you've been by the Center for the Arts at night, you could land an airplane. I mean, the lights, are, it's all lit up. It's beautiful out there. And the, the sculpture you can see is beautifully in at nighttime as you can during the daytime. And that's the Edward R. Drigger City of Greer Center for the Arts, located at 804 Trade Street. Go by and take a look at it. It's, uh, it's a beautiful building. It uh, once was a Wesleyan camp. It was the home of the South Carolina Children's Theater for a year. And now it is the home of the Greer Cultural Arts Council and the Greer Children's Theater. And, and the City of Greer Arts Division. And that's where the Children's Theater will be presenting Godspell Jr. April 30th through May 2nd, and then again Friday, May 7th, and Saturday, May 8th. Tickets are going very fast, so make sure you get over to GreerCulturalArts.com. Get your tickets for that, or you can call 864-848-5383. Tell Robin that Steve sent you. And as Godspell... We prepare for that this weekend and next weekend. I understand it's going to be a big event for Cultural Arts Council because you'll be able to start selling concessions again. Yeah, we're very excited about that. Of course, everything will be prepackaged. You won't get any brownies from Grandma, but um, this is a, a big thing. We've only been able to sell tickets online. We've not been able to take cash, so we will be selling concessions, prepackaged goods and bottles of water, and ask everyone to either enjoy them outside or go into the lobby and stay six feet apart from each other. We're also selling um, flowers for the cast and little stargrams and t-shirts, any, anything we can to help promote the show and bring a little bit of profit into the arts council. And I understand some tickets are available if someone would like to purchase a, or donate a ticket uh, at $12 reduced cost. I understand they can do that. Yeah. So if you go online and you purchase your tickets, if you feel so inclined and feel generous, you can purchase an extra ticket for $12. That doesn't actually go towards a seat. It goes as a donation of dollars to the Arts Council. And it's very much needed as we continue to come out of the COVID situation and get back to what we hope will be a new normal uh, and get out and enjoy everything else. Robin, best of luck with the show. I would say break a leg, but that you know, at our age, it's not necessarily a good greeting, uh, but do, we do thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for having us. All right, Godspell, get out there and watch it this weekend and next weekend, everybody. And until next time, this is Steve Owens for Robin Bayouk saying thank you for joining us on Here in Greer. Peace out. Peace out. I like that. Yeah. We'll catch you next time. Be good to each other. <laughs>